When I cannot see, when I can't take another step, Lord, will you carry me? And when I've lost my fight, will you be my strength? Will you set me a table in the presence of my enemies? I shall not want. I shall not want. Oh, my soul's got a shepherd in the valley, and I shall not want. I shall not want. I shall not want. Cause my cup's running over, running over. I shall not want. And I will lift my eyes to where my help comes from. And I won't be afraid of the shadow because I've seen the sun. No, I will not stop when the waking's hard. Because the green only grows in the valley and that's where you are. Say I shall not walk. No, no, I shall not walk. Hey, oh, my soul got a shepherd in the valley, and I shall not walk. 
when this life is over, I'm going to live again. going to trade this cross for a crown. No, this is not the end. And when you call my name, I will take my There's a mansion in glory, and you're gonna meet me there. I shall not walk. I shall not walk. He will wipe every tear from my eyes. I shall not walk. I shall not walk. He's on my side. I shall not. One, I'll be home in His presence forever. I shall not. Praise the Lord, church. For Praise the Lord, the Lord church. is my shepherd. Amen. He alone is worthy. Stand to your feet with us. For the morning. Lord is my shepherd. Isn't God good? Amen. Amen. We thank God for His goodness and His mercy. Happy to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Worship and praise the Lord with us. Amen. Yo 
continue to worship the Lord. If you're at home, if you're in the sanctuary, let's clap our hands unto the Lord. For the Lord is good and His mercies endureth forever and His truth endureth to all generation. Can we just raise a praise in this house? Can we just lift up the name of Jesus? The only name that saves, the only name that heals. He's still a great God and we are still here in Jesus' name. 
Somebody shout hallelujah. If you're at home, shout hallelujah. We're here to worship the Lord, and I'm feeling his presence. And I love what I feel, and I feel what I love to be a part of the, with the people of God. We're here to pray. We're here to lift up holy hands, and we're here to offer up a sacrifice of, of worship and praise. And at this time, if those who are in the sanctuary, we're going to rise to our feet. And those at home, if you can bring our hearts to bring your families together as we pray that God will have a blessing upon today. We want to have a blessed service. We are having a blessed service so far. We've had the first service was so awesome. And we thank God for what he's doing right now. We're praying and touching the green for those who are at home who cannot be here. We're touching the green for those who are not 100%, whether with virus, whether with uh, ailment or ailment or anything that is dealing with them, a pre-existing condition. We are praying, God, for healing in their body. We serve a God that can heal all sicknesses and diseases because we've been filled with the Spirit of God to touch and agree that if we call on the Lord, if we believe in faith, if we touch anything agreeing concerning him, he's in the midst in agreement. We just pray. Let's bow our heads and let's offer some praise and sacrifice to the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you thanks. We open up our spirit today because you have been so faithful. We thank God, Lord Jesus, for opening this door. We thank you for allowing us to come here and gather and those who are present and those who are online and those who will be watching later. We thank you for their presence. We thank you for their participation. And so, God, right now, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for what is to be established. We thank you for, Lord God, for the opening doors of this facility. We thank you, God, for the people that are within this facility. We thank God for those who are not here. We thank God for our pastor. We thank God for our first lady. We thank God for the elders and ministers, those who are serving. We thank God for all the saints who are here and abroad. We Right now, we are praying, Lord God, a special prayer for those who would desire to be here but are not here because dealing with several issues, several issues, whether it be uh, this pandemic with, deal, with deals with the virus and deal with, oh, God, pre-existing conditions. We are touching, agreeing right now that, God, your word said that if we call on the name of the Lord, he is here to heal. He is here to deliver. Father, there is nothing too hard for you. The question was asked by Abraham, is there anything too hard for God? And God, you can do anything. You are the Alpha and the Omega. You are the beginning and the end. You are the one who controls the universe, control the systems of this world. And we believe and declare that, God, you're going to turn situations around. You're going to give hope to the hopeless. You're going to give life to the lifeless. You're going to touch those who are sick. And I command them to raise up tonight. Today, I pray that, God, this pandemic will not afflict their body. I believe and decree that sickness shall not rise a second time. But I believe God is about to do a turnaround. And, God, we are going to see the greatest harvest and revival in this city, in this community that we have ever seen before. We need to come together. I want God to believe that God is going to do a supernatural turnaround because his word can confirm it. Because we believe his word. We are the people of the name. We are the people of the name. We are the one true God people. We yet believe that his word cannot return void. But it shall accomplish what it shall be saved with his sent. We believe that God will raise up our man of God. Our pastor, Lord God, strengthen him. 
touch him right now from the crown of his very head to the very soles of his very feet. Anoint him afresh. Give him fresh vision as he has been giving. And pour, empower him. Continue to strengthen him. God, I believe a word for his life. I believe a word for his family. I believe a word for his people. And God, you have sent us here. You have placed us here for no other assignment to save the souls of Hamilton. To save the souls of Mercer County. To save the souls that are in every county in this state. And we believe, God, we shall be the epicenter of revival in this state. A revival across this country. A revival across the world. In Jesus' name, we ask these blessings. We ask this in no other name. In Jesus' name. As we continue to worship the Lord. God bless you. Let's lift our voices. Let's say hallelujah. Let's shout a praise in the house. Because he is worthy. He is worthy. He is worthy.
Praise the Lord, everybody. Come on, let's clap our hands again. Praise the Lord, everybody. It's good to be in the house of God. It's good to be amongst God's people. I'm so glad to be here. It's a wonderful day. It's a wonderful day. Can you agree with me with that? And we give God the praise. You may be seated in God's presence. You know, I was thinking of, and I think it's kind of like an oxymoron. Uh, I heard the, the, like the terms called praise break i don't i don't really know how you can have take a break on praise i really understand that because when i'm amongst god's people i have to worship the lord because they give me that energy to lift up the only name that is above every name and i give god thanks because so many things he's done so many things he has uh, allowed us to see and that makes me want to say like david i will bless the lord at all times even though sometimes don't look so good, especially what we've been seeing for the past few weeks. You know, since leaving Christmas into this new year, a lot of changes has occurred. But I'm thanking God that many of us, many of us are in good spirits. We're not allowing these things to bombard our mind, even though many things could have. But we are yet still here because we have believing that Jesus is yet keeping us and he's going to continue to keep us i want to greet everybody in the wonderful name the highest name the only name that saves the name of jesus and i'd like to honor of course our pastor pastor wayne white and first lady nicola wyatt god bless you we love you we're waving at you we give god thanks for you we thank god for those who serve who serve in this house our minister scarlett 
our minister Henry that has blessed us today, this morning, in the 9 a.m. service with a powerful word. I give God thanks for Minister Henry, and I give God thanks for the praise team led by Brother Scarlett, Brother Ethan Scarlett. God bless him, and everybody in their respectful places, we're giving God thanks. Right now, it's an important part of our worship because we are a giving church. We are giving people because we like to bless others with our giving. And so God is here, has assigned us here in this part of Hamilton. I believe it's the best part to be in Hamilton where there's so much traffic, there's so much things going on, where people can know that there is a lighthouse. It's in this place. I remember one time Pastor White was at General Conference and he was there amongst, you know, masses of people. And he said, yeah, we started church in the firehouse because we know that there is a lighthouse in this community and that people would question why is in the firehouse but because he's put us there because we have the fire of the holy ghost to yet extend in various parts of this county and this state and of course across america because we also honor those who are online watching with us again those who are in canada those who are across you know various parts in jamaica and of course in various parts of this very great country and uh, we give god thanks for them and at this time we're going to give unto the Lord. Our ushers will come. And please give with a willing spirit. Um, of course, there is the information on our screens to give. We have Cash App, which I've used before, so it is accessible. PayPal and our, our website, www.myccc.faith. We will continue to worship the Lord in our giving as we'll have um, our time. And we will have, of course, our uh, our offering to be given if you have not given you can give in your perspective in this house and we're going to continue worship in jesus name are you having a great day this morning come on put your hands together and we give god praise in jesus name oh we're going to pray i'm so sorry we're going to pray and then we can't forget that we're going to pray the blessings of this uh this offering and we are going to continue and to lift up his name if we all can stand, those who will be giving in the house and those who will be giving online will just lift our hands and believing God is going to bless us. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you thanks this day. We honor you because you are God, because you allowed us to wake us this morning and give us the ability to be a blessing. And I pray that, God, we will open our hands, open our hearts, and whatever that you imparted to us to give, we'll give willingly, cheerfully. And we plead that God will bless it. Some hundred, some sixty, some thirty, uh, some fold of which we don't even see. God, we believe that we will have good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. We pray that our tithe and our giving will be for the furtherance of the advancement of the kingdom and the agenda that we are yet here assigned to in this community and also the communities across uh, wherever we should reach. We bless this house. We bless the offering. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. and amen. Thank you. 
God bless everyone. Jesus is the center of our joy. Thank you, Jesus. And at this time, before I introduce the speaker, I don't want to get myself in trouble, if I may. Um, I want to thank God again for my pastor, First Lady, and the saints of God. Of course, I have not been here because I had to do some important business uh, <laughs> and taken care of. And I would not, I would, I would, I would feel the consciousness if I did not do this that I have to greet my lovely wife, my new bride, who is watching us. Yes, we have. I'm telling you, our church is global. We have we have saints in Canada, and she's a part of now of the community that is a part of Christ Center Church in Canada. And I love you, honey. God bless you. I know she's watching us. She made sure. Please send me the link. So I want to make sure I send that to her. Thank God for pastors' prayers and the men of God that was blessing me. I just want to say that. I just It just slipped me, and I just thank you for allowing me to say that, to thank God for this church, for praying for me, and our safe return on this side of the vineyard. At this time, we'll have our minister, Scarlett, Everton Scarlett, to give us the word, present unto him, and to induce unto others and to some. Minister Scarlett, in Jesus' name, God bless him as he continues to minister the word unto us. Praise the Lord, everybody. Come on, give the Lord another round of applause. Amen. He's worthy to be praised. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to invite you, if you could stand uh, to your feet at this moment. We won't keep you standing for long. I just have one short verse of scripture that I want to read this morning, and then you may be seated after that. But we want to extend, as Brother Bradley had earlier said, a warm welcome to everyone that is here this morning, those that are watching us very via online this morning we welcome you and we want you to feel at liberty and just worship the lord with this with us this morning i pray do hope you know i've already been blessed and i pray and do hope that you all also been blessed at home watching with us this morning so we want to extend our warm welcome or greetings to everyone this morning the house of god those who sacrificed to be here i know it wasn't easy but we made it here and god's been good to us amen so we're so good to be in the house of god to praise and to magnify Oh, God was great and greatly to be praised. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. If you have your Bible, I'm going to turn, ask you to turn with me, amen, to one verse of Scripture taken from Psalms chapter 4, verses 5. Psalms chapter 4, verses 5. Amen, uh, amen. Just one verse we're reading there from Psalms. Offer the sacrifices of righteousness and put your trust in the Lord. Amen. Before you see that, let's just go to the Lord one more time. Father God, we thank you for what we have already felt in this place, O oh God. You truly have been good to us. We love you. We adore you. We give you all the glory and all the honor, Lord God. We ask you, Lord God, this morning that you will bless the remaining portion of the service. That someone somewhere, Lord God, those that are watching us via online this morning, those that are home this morning, those that are here in the house of God this morning, we pray your blessing upon them, O oh God, that you'll strengthen them and keep them, O oh God. We give you glory and all the honor. We worship and praise your name this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody said amen. Amen. Just point to your neighbor and say, good to see you in the house of God this morning. Amen. At home, look to your family and say, good to see you worshiping the Lord this morning. Amen. The Lord bless you. You may be seated. Amen. Of course, I want to give honor this morning to a pastor. Amen. In, an, in his uh, absence this morning. Amen. I know he wanted to be here. So battle this morning. But praise God. 
God's been good. I, you know, do thank you, Pastor, for giving uh, me another privilege and honor to speak to the congregation, something that I don't take lightly, something that I don't take for granted. And I do give honor to where honor is due to the men of God, those men that are here in the house of God this morning. Amen. Uh, Brother Bradley did a, such an awesome job this morning. I was, crack, I, I, was, I, was, uh, I was cracking up over there because, you know, he said I, I, I wasn't here. I wanted to be here, but I was taking care of some other business, you know. <laughs> so, but, but God's been good. You know, we, 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 we in this church, we, we, are, we are a loving church in this church. And, you know, lay aside everything else that will separate you from fellowshipping and worshiping. Um, I've been around the block a long time. And to be honest with you, there's no better place that I'd rather be than to be in the house of God. John, whenever I'm in his house, you know, I remember years ago before I came to America when I was in Jamaica, you know, my, my, my goals, I had my job. I'll go to school, and I go to the store, but I spend 90% of my time, John, in church. And what what I say, six out of seven days I am in church when I was back home in Jamaica, because every single day we have something going on. So whenever the doors were open, it's my goal. Whatever you know, I have to do, it will be wait. Until I did what I had to do in the house of God. Because this is where I get my strength. This is where I feel uh, the fellowship, the love, if you please. Uh, where you can, you know, be comfortable. Where you don't have to worry about, you know, the fears or things that will, you know, bother you. You know, I was involved in a marching band back in the days, years ago. And, um, you know, in fact, the guy, one of the guys that got me in the church back then, he was also a trumpeter back in the days. When um when I got into this uh, marching band, and um, we played, invited the church, and that's when uh, the Lord baptized me with the baptism of the Holy Ghost and filled me with, uh, you know, baptizing his name, and he filled me with the Holy Ghost uh, from back in the latter part of 1979, 81-ish, thereabouts. So I've been around the block a long time, and I've seen a lot of things during my years of growing up. Uh, being around the block, being worshiping God, being present with the Lord. And I, to be honest with the church, the Lord. When I said I love the Lord, I love him with all my heart, with all my mind, with all my soul, with everything that is in me. I love the Lord because it's surely been good to me. He, he provides for me more than I can imagine, John, or even think. You know, that's the God that we serve this morning. And I pray this morning that uh, our lesson this morning, our uh, message this morning will be a blessing to all of us that are here in the house of God. And for those that are not able to join with us this morning, we pray your strength and pray God, God will give you a speedy recovery. And we know that God is able. So don't worry about what's happening around us. Don't worry about the time that we're living in because we have a God that is a great God. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. We serve a God that changes not. Amen. Whatever we ask, trust in our God. Our God will provide for us and he will make a way of escape for us. Amen. So my, my topic for this morning, if you please, amen, uh, um, is are you trusting Jesus. The, 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 in fact, when I was looking up the meaning of the word trusting, it said, showing our tendon to have a belief in a person, 
person's honesty or sincerity not suspicious. There are times that you want to trust someone, but they're a little bit shaky. You know, stay with me this morning. They're a little suspicious. You want to say, uh, I want to give you the benefit of the doubt. But 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 I, 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 I want to make sure what I'm doing is in the will of God, if you please. The question is asked, what does it mean to trust in Jesus? And, you know, we're living in a time where, if you please, things are so unpredictable, if you please. Sometimes you don't know where to look. You don't know where to look to the left or to the right. Because it's like all around you just don't know where to look because you don't know where it's coming from or where, you know, where next it's going to be. But we are trusting Jesus. Amen. So the answer to that question is the expression trust in Jesus all multi-layer meaning. In one sense, trusting in Jesus means believing in him for salvation. There's a song that we used to sing back in the days that said, if salvation was a thing that money could buy, the rich would have it and the poor would die. Back to Brother Henry's uh, lesson this morning. If salvation, I'm so glad that salvation uh, is something that you cannot buy with money. The only way you can get salvation unless you are connected and trusting our Savior and our God. Amen. In John 3 verses 16, very familiar scripture uh, to all of us that read, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Jesus, the man Christ Jesus, the one that died for our soul, the one that gave his life for us, God's son, God's leader. In John chapter 3, another very familiar scripture, uh, same chapter, verses 1 through 21, I won't uh, read all the verses there. But we, we, we read of the story about a Pharisee named Nicodemus. He said uh, Nicodemus recognized something special about Jesus. Something that, didn't see, set him, that set him apart from many other religious leaders. Remember Nicodemus was a ruler. He has a lot of wealth. So he has seen a lot of things back in his days. But when he see Jesus came on the scene, he said there was something about that man, Jesus. He wasn't just an ordinary man. But there was something about him. Jesus seems to possess a unique authority in everything he did or said. This is what Nicodemus would say. Nicodemus was so, uh, this jealous leader rightly confessed to Jesus. This is what he said. He said, no one can do these signs that thou doest 
unless God be with you. If God is for us, who can be against us? No man can do these signs, these miracles that do us unless God is with you. In this conversation with Nicodemus, and in his encounter with the Samaritan woman at the well, and the series of miracle teaching that follows in John 4, verse 6, Jesus established himself in words or in deeds as the one God had sent to, do, to be the Savior of this world. Jesus Christ, you may not believe it, or some of you may still have doubt. But Jesus Christ is the one that was sent to save us from all our sin. If it wasn't for Jesus Christ, we wouldn't be here this morning. While Nicodemus recognized God had sent Jesus there, was much more to hit than that Christ wasn't just sent of God, he was God in the flesh, the Son of God, true and living God. Since none of us can claim Jesus' lofty heritage, none of us can exactly match the kind of leadership expressed by the Lord Jesus Christ when we walk on this earth. But we can look to him as our model and as our example, the perfect leader, rightly and the Holy Spirit, as he did, to empower our leadership. Let me say that one more time. And thanks for said repeat one more time. He said, but we can look to him as our model example. How many people can look today and look to them and say, there goes or there she goes, or there he goes, as a, a, a true model example. Someone that walked upright, someone that served the Lord with all their hearts and with all their mind, and not looked elsewhere from whence cometh their help. Are you trusting in Jesus? We must trust in Jesus. Jesus reduces his message to one memorable phrase. In fact, in the same John 3, 16, in fact, verse 25, this is what? In one verse, Jesus explained the essence of his mission effectively. Effectively, the leader knows the importance of compressing their complex activity in an easily memorable sentence. This is the secret of good communication. There are four things that is mentioned here. He said, make it short, the first thing. When you're trying to win someone to the Lord, you don't need to go into the books and get down into the nits and the bottom of the book. Make it simple. Make it short. Make it significant. For God so love, God love you, and make it sizzle, you know. 
make it something that you want them to say. Sounds good. You know, because if you don't put a little sizzleness in it, if you please, you're not going to be able to, to, to witness to our window person. The Bible said, he that winneth soul is wise. So if we're trying to invite our witness to someone, we got to use wisdom. And we believe what he has done. That he died for our sins and rose from the dead. Since we cannot save ourselves from sin and death in Romans 3 verses 10 to 20. Uh, we trust in Jesus to save us. And that's in John chapter 11 verses 25. In John chapter 11 verses 25. We cannot receive eternal life and live forever in the presence of God until we trusted in Jesus as our Savior, accepted for forgiveness. Uh, in Ephesians chapter 1 verses 7, it said, In whom we have redemption, true is blood, the forgiveness of sin according to his riches in glory. Talking about being redeemed. A songwriter said, I am redeemed, but not with silver. I am redeemed, but not with gold. I am redeemed by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. That's who died for me. When he was on the cross, when he whipped him with stripes, and that blood that was for me when they hit him, it was for me, my sin. He died for my sin because he loved me so much. He suffered all those pain so that we can have life this morning. Redemption, the action of regaining or gaining the possession or something when you were redeemed. Where would I be? What would my life look like now? I don't want to know. If Jesus didn't die for me, if I didn't know Jesus for myself, if I did not trust in the Lord, I don't want to go back to know where would I be, what my life would be like. The scripture said we were dogs and sorcerers, adulterers, fornicators, such was some of us. But he has washed us. He has cleansed us. He has sustained us. He has given us life and life more abundantly. So we have more than what to praise him for this morning. You can learn how to develop trust in Jesus in, in God. Sometimes that we some sometime that we have to make conscious decision. To do daily. I know it seems hard. And you wonder how can I trust God when bad things are happening around. But but we can. You see um, the Bible let us know. In 1 Corinthians 14 verses 13. For God is not the author of confusion. But, it, but of peace. As in all the churches of the saints. 
God is not the author of confusion. So when we see things happening around us, sometimes we say, why God, why? It's confusing. God is not the author of confusion. God did that intended for us to live the way we are living it. We're living in a fallen world. We have an enemy that has a goal to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But God is a wonderful and loving and faithful father that wants nothing but the best for his children. I'll say it one more time. We are living in a fallen world because of our sinful nature. Sin, I don't, you know, corrupt our mind. But the only way we can turn from those things, we have to trust the Lord. And if we don't trust the Lord, we're going to still abide and live in our sins day by day. Amen. Why is it important to trust God? It is important to trust God because the Bible says that it is impossible to please God without faith. Faith and trust in God, are they the same? Same thing? According to the NLT study Bible, faith is reliance, loyalty, or complete trust in God. Trust, assured reliance on the character, ability, strength of truth of God. We can see that trust a part of faith. So, have faith in God and you need not to worry. Sometimes we sit down and we wonder... Sometimes we try to get in depth to figure out why things are happening around us. But you should start trusting God with your future. And learning how to trust God in difficult times. It's easy to trust God when everything is going well. But what do you do when it's hard to trust God? When everything around you is falling apart. That isn't when you know that you really do trust in God. When everything else is falling around you, falling apart, that is the time when you need to trust in God. I'm going to give you ten reasons why you should trust in God. Number one, keep God, God's keep his word because he is faithful. Let me say that one more time. God keeps his word because he is faithful. In Psalms 33 verses 4, it said, For the word of the Lord, all true, we can trust everything he does. In Deuteronomy chapter 7 verses 9, it said, Understand therefore that the Lord your God is indeed God. He is faith. He is a faithful God who keeps his covenant for a thousand generations and lavish his unfallen love on those who love him and obey his command. 
God cannot lie. The Bible says that he honor his word above his very name. That means that he will do what he said in his word. You have the promise that he put in the Bible and they all belongs to you. That is one of the benefits of trusting in God. Number two, God can do anything. In Matthew 19, verses 26, it said, Jesus looked at them intently and said, Humanly speaking, it is impossible, but with God, everything is possible. In Matthew chapter 9, verses 23, it said, What does you mean if I, if I can? Jesus asked. Anything is possible if a person believes. If you are not putting tr your trust in God, then who are you putting your trust in? You got to put your trust in something today. Amen. People will fail you. The government and the world will fail you. But God never fail you. You will put your trust in God and always win. Let me say that one more time. I don't think you get it yet. He said, if you are not putting your trust in God, then who are you putting your trust in? People will fail you. The government of the world will fail you. God never fail. When you put your trust in God, you always win. Which side are you want to be on this morning? Are you want to be on the winning side? Hallelujah. Number three. God has a plan for your life. You may say, uh, I don't think there's a reason for me to be around. There is a reason because God has a plan for your life. In Jeremiah chapter 29, verses 11, it said, For I know the plan I have for you, said the Lord. Your plan for good and not for disaster. To give you the future and the hope. God has, has a plan for you this morning. In 1 Corinthians 2, verses 9, it said, No eyes have seen, no ears have heard, and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. I prefer to walk in God's plan for my life over any plan that I may make for myself because he knows the beginning and knows the end. The God that we serve knows the beginning and he knows the end. Amen. The fourth thing. God knows your future. Psalms 139 verses 16 he said, you saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. He's the one that created us. He knows everything about us. Line upon line. Precept upon precept. Here a little and there a little. Our God knows everything about us. Amen. 
Proverbs 3, a very familiar scripture that we read all the time. Trust in the Lord with all your hearts. Do not depend on your own understanding. Why? Because our understanding will fail us. Seek the Lord. He will will in all you do. And he will show you which part to take. He knows how things are going to turn out if I make a certain move. Sometimes the plan that we have for our life seems like a good idea to us. But God knows how plans will turn out. Sometimes we may step in and not allow it to happen. We may feel upset and ask, why should I trust God? But he said, could, could have saved your life, dear there are just some things that we may, we may not know. There are times that we do things, and there are times that we're driving. You know, a lot of us I know can relate to that message that, you know, you're going down a certain road and something just says to you, don't go that way. And sooner or later you may hear, man, there was a bad accident. There was something terrible happened down that way. And there's sometimes you hear that small little voice the Lord is speaking to you. When you see, when you're trusting God, you don't have to worry about anything. Because why? You trust in the God to direct you in every way you go, in whatever you do. So when you trust the Lord, the Lord will make sure you don't walk into danger. Amen? I can honestly say that I have had some of those situations happen to me. I thought I wanted something, and when it didn't happen, I was upset. But you know what laid it down the world line? I realized that God has something better for me. Number five, God love you. First John 3, verses 1. See how very much our Father loved us, for he called us his children. That is what we are. We are his children. We can't go to him at all time and say, Daddy, we are your children. Daddy, don't let this happen to us. We love you, Lord. And the least we can do is to accept him as our parent. Because he is our parent. Amen. The Bible let us know in the earlier verse of scripture that we read uh, in in. John three sixteen that after God so loved the world that He gave His only big, only Son that whosoever believe in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. God loved us for who we are. He sent Jesus to die for us. Then we were when we're still sinners, who would send their only Son to die for us, knowing all would not accept them that truly amazing love of God. You know that there would be some people that would not accept them. But he still extended his love towards us because he loved us. Amen. Now once you accept Jesus Christ to be our Lord and Savior, our sins are forgiven. And we can now have eternal life. But that's not it. God called us his child. 
He's also called us a very own possession. The NIV translation in 1 Peter 2 verses 9 tell us that we are peculiar. We are special. We are his children. Trust in the Lord. Oh, wonderful to know that we are special to God. Oh, would you treat someone or something special to you? Well, imagine how God treats someone special to him. God treats us special because we are special to him. And this is how we should treat each other. We are special to each other. Number six. God will work things out for you. Don't try to work it out for yourself. The Bible let us know in Romans 8, 28 said, And we know that all things work together for the good. Everything that we do work together for the good for those who love God and who are called according to his purpose. In Isaiah 65 verses 24 he said, I will answer them before they even call to me. While they are still talking about their needs. I will go ahead and answer their prayer. That's the God that we serve. Did you know that even when we make mistakes, God still works on our behalf? I don't think we get it. Did you know when you make mistakes, God still works on our behalf? Why does that happen, uh, Brother Scarlett? We're not perfect. God knows we are not perfect. And we are going to make mistakes. And God not going to condemn us because of the mistakes that we make. Because we are not perfect. Amen. Number seven. God take care, takes care of your needs. In Matthew 6, 25, verse 26, it said... That is why I tell you not to worry about every day's life. Whether you have enough food or drink or enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food or your body more than clothes? Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in the barns. For their heavenly father feed them. And aren't you more, far more vulnerable to him than the birds? We are. And this is why we should not, uh, you know, worry about nothing. Because God will take care of all our needs. Amen. In Philippians uh, chapter 4 verses 19, he said, And this same God who takes care of me will supply all our needs from his glorious riches which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. In Isaiah 46 verses 4, he went on to say, I will be your God throughout your lifetime until your ears is white with age. 
I made you. I will care for you. I will carry you along and save you. Trust the Lord. Just trust in Him. Cannot you feel the love, compassion in those verses? God wants to take care of us. He wants to provide for us. But we need to let Him. And we need not to receive from Him uh, what He has said in His Word. We need to understand the importance of believing in God. Worrying is not trusting. He said we are more vulnerable to him than the bird he feeds. Look at the way he said it in Isaiah. He made you. He will take care of you. He will be with you throughout your lifetime. He will carry you along with him and save you. Don't worry about anything. Without faith, you cannot please God. Hebrews 14, that's number 8. Without faith, you cannot please God. Hebrews 11, verse 6. And it is impossible to please God. Without faith, anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. So we have to seek God with a sincere heart. Amen. In Romans chapter 10, verses 17, he said, So faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Faith is complete trust in God. So far, to please God, you must trust Him. You must believe that God, believe that He, he exists and that He will do what He said He will do. It's come to uh, hearing the Word of God that you could be through preaching, teaching, studying, meditating. This is, this year, we should all make it a, a point of us to get into the Word of God. You, you know, why I said that, you know, we, we have the daily chart, uh, daily Bible reading that we send out. And, um, you know, if you, don't, if you don't set time aside to read the Word of God, you're not going to know the Word of God. You're not going to know how to angle things when things happen in your life. The scripture said, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against thee. When you know the word of God, it will keep you and it will protect you. Amen. This is one thing that I will be focusing on studying and understanding the Bible. And meditate on the scripture and asking the Holy Spirit to give me the revelation, understanding into God's word as we will help me to contain and build my faith. In order for us to build our faith in God, we have to read, ask for revelation, understand where God wants to lead us. Amen. You will be blessed. That's number nine. Galatians 3 verse 9 said, So all who put their faith in Christ share the same blessing Abraham received before his faith. In John 20, 29, it said, Then Jesus told them, 
you believe because you have not seen me. Blessed are those who believe without seeing me. When you trust God, you will be blessed. The same blessing that Abraham received, that alone is an amazing promise. That is one of the benefits of trusting God. If you don't know about Abraham's blessing, I advise you to do a character Bible study on him. It will open your eyes and help you to understand the blessing that is in store for you when you put your faith in God. Number 10. God is compassionate. Lamentation chapter 3 verses 29 to uh, 22 to 23 says, It is of the Lord mercy that we are not consumed because we compa- because his compassion fails not. In verse 23 said, They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. In Psalms 86 verses 15 it said, But you, O Lord, are a God of compassion and mercy. Show to get hunger and fill with unfallen love and faithfulness. Thank God for his compassion towards us. He feels that we are going through and what we need what we deal with, he wants to help us. Why would you trust him? If if I was going to put my trust in anything, I would have to put my trust in the Lord. It is because of compassion that we are protected and provided for the love. Love never fails. His compassion and his mercies are new every morning. They will never run out. In the book, uh, a couple of years ago before my stepdad passed away, pastor gave him a book. And the other day I was in my basement. I was going through. And I came upon um, uh, on this book, um, uh, How to Win a Friend and Be Influenced to people and one of one of one of the 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 the, the heading saying if you want to gather honey don't kick the beehive let, let me let me break that down for you if you want to gather honey don't kick the beehive you got to realize that when the bees are making honey, the honeybees that is. You have to make sure you have their protective gears to protect you while you try to get that honey. You don't just go and just kick the beehive. Because in so doing, without you not being protected, they're going to be all over. You're going to be running for shelter. You're going to be running for your life. You're going to try to get into the water. You're going to try to do everything that you can to be protected. So don't kick the beehive if you want to get the honey. Approach it the right way. If you want to win a soul, don't just get to them. You've got to accept Jesus now. Yes, you can do it, but in a sizzle way. 
Sizzle it up a little bit. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is awesome. We're serving an awesome God. Amen. There, there are a lot of Bible characters that in the book that put their trust in God. You got Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They trust God. And no matter what comes, they stand and say, listen, if it's to be, the God that I serve, I know will protect me. You got Moses that trust the Lord. You got Joshua that trust the Lord. You got David that trust the Lord. You got Job that trust the Lord. You got Daniel that trust the Lord. You got Paul that trust the Lord. There are a lot of Bible characters that trust in the Lord because they know what it is to put their trust in the Lord. Amen. Uh, in, in fact, in Psalms uh, uh, chapter 7, verses 1, it said, O Lord my God, indeed do I put my trust. Save me from uh, all them that persecute me and deliver me. That's the God that we serve. He will save us and uh, protect us. In Psalm 16, verses 1, it says, Preserve me, O God, for all, for in thee do I put my trust. In Psalms 18, verses 2, it said, The Lord is my rock and my fortress. And my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my buckler and my horn of my salvation and my high tower. Put your trust in the Lord. In Psalms 20, verse 7, he said, Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of our Lord. Hallelujah. In Psalms 25, verses 2, it said, Oh my God, I trust thee. Let me not be ashamed. Let not my enemy triumph over me. And in Psalms 34, verses 8, it said, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusts in him. There is a song that we sing back in the days, old song. I don't know if some of you even know it. It said, are you trusting Jesus all along the way? Does he grow more precious to your heart each day? Are you his disciple testing his word and see he will give you the spirit more abundantly and this morning before we bring our service to a conclusion this morning the question is asked again who are we trusting we got to trust something in life which side are you want to be on are you want to be on the winning side who are you going to put your faith in who is going to deliver you Who's going to deliver your family and your friends? Trust in the one that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above that which we ask or even think. That's the God that we want to put our trust in. He saved our souls from sin. 
He gave us peace and joy within. He didn't have to do all that, but he gave us that joy. The songwriter said, this joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me. And the world, I'm not going to allow the world to take it away from me. Because the joy that I have, it came from the Lord. Hallelujah. He's our sustainer. He's our keeper. He's the one that we are trusting in. And we should trust him at all times. Because he deserves all the glory and all honor. We're going to invite you to stand uh, this morning with us. And praise God. We're going to take a few minutes before we close out. If you want to come to the altar and for our online congregation, if you want to make an altar where you are this morning, sometimes we put our trust in things that let us down, in people that let us down. But we want to take a few seconds this morning, wherever you are, if you can stop what you're doing at home, online congregation, just take a few seconds and let's just go to the Lord and help us ask the Lord to help us to develop that love and that trust in Him. Because, you know, that's the only way we're going to be successful if we put our trust in God. Amen. So we're going to take a few seconds. If you want to come to the altar, wherever you are, just make yourself uh, at home. And just uh, we're just going to pray unto the Lord. Father God, we love you, Jesus. We put our trust in you, Lord God, because you're great. We put our trust in you, Lord God, this morning because you are worthy, Lord. Father God, as we pray this morning, oh God, we pray, Lord God, for every person that is here this morning, those that are in the house of God this morning. Help us, Lord God, not to put our trust in the things that will let us down, but help us to put our trust in you, Lord God, because you are our provider. You are our keeper. Oh God, we love you, Lord God. We adore you. We ask you, Lord God, to help us to develop, oh God, trust in you, Lord God. For you promise you will never leave us, nor fail us, Lord God. Truly, God, you have gone to prepare a place for us, oh God. That where he is, we may be also. We're trusting that you're coming back for us, oh God. And we know you're coming back for us, Lord God. Help us to look to you, Lord God, from whence cometh up our help. We love you, Jesus. Father God, as we worship you, Lord God, this morning, as we give you all the glory and all the honor, Lord God, we ask you, Lord God, that you continue to keep us. Oh God, touch every person in their home this morning. Oh God, those that are going through any pain in their body, Lord God, we pray, Lord God, that you will give them the strength, oh God, of faith, to trust in you, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that whatever healing that they need this morning, that they, Lord God, can trust in you. That's going to heal them this morning. Because we know you are the healer. Father God, as we pray this morning, we ask you, Lord God, that you will dismiss us from this place, but never from your presence, Lord God. Help us to continue to put our trust in you. Help us to continue to put our faith and our hope in you, Lord God. Father God, we love you this morning. Oh God, we give you all the glory and all the honor this morning. You're worthy to be praised, oh God. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Have your way in this place this morning, oh God. Father God, we pray this morning that someone that has not yet made up in their mind to get baptized in the name and to be filled with the Holy Ghost will make up in their mind today before time changes, oh God, to get baptized in the name 
and to fill with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Oh God, we ask you to protect us and keep us, oh God. We love you, Jesus. Oh God, we love you, Lord God. Oh, have your way this morning. Oh, have your way this morning, oh God, as we worship you. Oh, Father God, as we dwell in your presence this morning, we ask that your goodness and your mercy will continue to keep us and protect us. Oh, God, protect us. Build a shield of protection around about us, oh God. As we travel on the highways and the byways, give us traveling mercy back home, Lord God. And that we'll continue to put our trust in you, Lord God. Bless our home this morning. Bless our family, Lord God. Bless us and keep us, O oh God. And bring us back in the house of God to worship you. Oh God, when the doors are open, Lord God. Thursday night and Sunday morning again. We pray that you will keep us. We ask you to bless us, O oh God. We give you the glory and the honor. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's just take a few more seconds. We're almost there. Let's just take a few more seconds this morning. Let's just meditate upon the Lord this morning. Oh, God, you've been so good to us this morning, oh, God. Oh, Father God, we thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, praise your name, Lord God. Hallelujah. Have your way, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, let's just give the Lord a round of applause this morning. Let's just thank him for being so good to us this morning. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. As we dismiss this morning, I just want to remind you, for all of us that make our pledges for our stewardship campaign, don't forget to turn in your pledges in. Amen. For those of you that have not yet partnered with us, we want you to be a part of the miracle that God has for us. So if you want to be a part of the experience that God has for us, trust in the Lord. God will open up the doors for us. We're trusting the God that is able. We're serving an awesome God that is going to make all things that seems impossible possible. Amen. So we ask you to try to get your commitment in. We can hear the news at any day, at any moment. And we want to make sure once we hear the news, we are ready to go when the Lord directs us. Amen. Give the Lord another round of applause this morning. Oh, it's great and greatly to be praised. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you. You are dismissed. We love you. Continue to trust in the Lord. Continue to have your faith grow in the Lord. Study and know His word. Live the way the Lord wants to live. Lord bless you and be with you. The Lord let His light shine upon you and keep you. Oh, in the name of Jesus. God bless you in Jesus' name.
Somebody needs to know today that even though you walk through that valley, that valley of the